This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast and the Shine On You Crazy Daisy book volume two. And today I'm introducing you to Celia Clark from Inspires Coaching. Celia, thank you so much for being a part of the book and a part of the podcast. Please tell us about your business. Thank you. And thanks ever so much for uh, inviting me to be part of that. Um, So I work with women uh, to help them think clearly about their job so they can be happy and successful at work because we spend a big chunk of our life there. Um, And I discovered it's one of those things that keeps women awake at night if it's not going well. So helping women with work overload or what their next move is going to be. helping them reduce their sabotaging thoughts and um, move to really purposeful action. That's that's what I do. Yes, purposeful action. I know you like I know you like that. (laughs) Um, What's brilliant about the start of your journey is that you got called a lifer in the job that you were in. And in being called that, it sparked something in you that you decided you wanted to change everything. Why was that? It did. I think I think it just brought me up short that that was somebody's perception that I was going to be always there, always doing the same thing. Um, and it really got me thinking, was that what I really wanted? Um, and it, so it throws up lots of questions. But the, the difficult one is, well, what, am I, what else am I going to do? And I couldn't really see myself doing the same job somewhere else. I, I really enjoyed the job I was doing. I liked the people. Um, but I'd been there a long time and I really knew deep down that I probably needed to push myself to move myself out of my comfort zone because it's only when you move to that place and a place of discomfort, which can feel really scary, it's only there really that we grow. And, and I knew I was ready for that. And I was also fed up of being scared of stuff. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's really important because so many people could get called a lifer and they go, yeah, brilliant. I am. But it's when it sparks something in you, you start questioning these things that that brilliance happens. Yeah. But from that, how did you then find your purpose? I think I already knew deep down that the thing I enjoyed was coaching. And I think when I look back over my life, I've always <laughs> I was described as a rock for people at school. You know, I've I've always enjoyed um, helping people discover what they're good at. Even in my free time, you know, I've helped people discover that they could dance when they'd always been seen as a singer. So mm-hmm. it, it's helping people see other possibilities within themselves, because I just think we are. You know, we're not fully formed. We're never fully formed. There's always other new things to explore. Um, so, yeah, that's, I think that's what I really enjoy about it. And, and that, for me, even though when I left my full-time employment, it was, for a coach, it was a very woolly goal because it just said, do more with coaching. Um, that, I knew that was what 
makes my heart sing. Mm. It's coming away from that as well and realizing this is this, this one sentence is what I want to do and what my purpose is leading me towards, but what does it look like? And that's where our heads and our mindset can get stuck in of, well, what are you going to do and how, how is this going to work? And, and that's where we as entrepreneurs can get really stuck when if we have that belief, which I think you did in that the end result is going to be okay, then the ups and downs in between make it all okay. Mm-hmm. And I think on those days when you do get discouraged or it's not going as you want, I I try and seek out somebody that I can just have a conversation with that, who I can help. Yeah. And it might be one of my kids. Um, you know, what my, my son said the other day, you just can't help yourself. <laughs> you just have to, dip, you know, you are just a coach. That is, that is the way that you behave all the time um although I can see them sometimes rolling their eyes and go don't coach me <laughs> it is ingrained it's ingrained yes purpose yes. action Ooh. yes um, <laughs> although I'm very I'm very aware I'm, I'm always you know mindful that some people you know you've got to go where there when, when there's permission yeah. um but it is it is a sort of a default to want to help people to find what they're good at and do it mm. Oh, in the chapter, you brilliantly give eight game-changing tips. What would be the top three from those that you want to share here? I think my top three would be getting your mindset right and working continually on your mindset, um, time blocking, and the third one would be working on money blocks. So the mindset thing um, is about making sure you're, you're aware of those voices that are unhelpful, um, you're intercepting those and you are able to switch to a more sage sort of mentality. It's where you're, where you're using, you're trusting and you're using your inner wisdom mm-hmm. because we, we have that. We have that from our life experience. Um, it's just that the voices of doubt and negativity get in the way. Mm. Um, so that would be number one. Uh, the second one would be time blocking, which is something you introduced me to, which has been really good. I, I, part of being self-employed for me was something around flexibility, but I think I'd got a bit confused with flexibility being just doing anything whenever I wanted and making it all very fluid. And therefore I never really committed to stuff. But as soon as we introduced the time blocking and I made that clear to uh, my family yeah. you know my timetable is up there with my children's um and it says what I'm doing when and that has helped me then organize my week so I know what's coming up but also I don't put off the things I don't really want to do because yeah. you know Thursdays is for whatever that might be and I have to get on with it because otherwise it encroaches on my free time um and that is really important to me what um I love in that is that p- people's perception of what flexibility is when actually, when when you put structure around flexibility, yeah. it gives you so much more freedom. Yes, yes, and it plays it plays to my strength as well. And I think that's that's a key thing is to to work out what you're good at mm. and build your practice, your business around that. You know, I'm I'm good. I'm organised in term. You know, I'm organised and I'm planned. So why wouldn't I use that? Mm. But it yeah. took me a little while to realise that. And I think the, the third one for me is that thing about money blocks and working on your money blocks. And I did have some significant ones. I realized I was really embarrassed about earning money, mm. um, but I've worked hard on those and 
And actually, once, once you sort of force your way through them or, you know, put your prices on your website, um, have those conversations where you're just you're saying what you you um, charge. Mm. It just gets easier. It's like everything when you do it the first time. It's really hard, but yeah. gradually it gets easier and easier. And and I'm finding it's nowhere near the issue it was for me at the beginning. Practice, practice, practice. Practice, yes. And just practice saying it and dealing with it in your mind as much as it is putting it out to other people. Because yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's there's a real there's so many money blocks that come along. I think more more in women entrepreneurs. Um, because we we just don't we're not used to having those conversations we're not used yeah. to having to sell and yeah. when it comes to that we feel like there's a guilt attached to it and there's so much yeah. that moved and and looked at and that self-sabotage that goes in the way of it so yeah. you're able to say hey I'm 15 million pounds an hour you're welcome <laughs> yeah I grew up I grew up in a post office so I was surrounded with money and I was working from an early age handling lots of money but it wasn't mine and I had to be really responsible with it. So that's my mindset to be really responsible with money. But what we had from our sort of private business and our cards and everything else that we sold, it was in a little wooden, it was like a begging bowl. <laughs> it's in a little wooden bowl. And I've realized it's like, Oh, that small fry is mine. <laughs> that's what we've earned. And that's what kept me small. Yeah. Is a sense of, I can't, I, I don't earn big. No more. No more. Mine's in a begging bowl, you know, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> um, what's one lesson that you've learned that you would want every entrepreneur to know? Surround yourself with good people mm-hmm. who support you, believe in what you're doing and lean on them. Yeah. yeah. Lean, lean on them and share ideas. Um, yeah, it's just about reaching out and connecting. I put off, I put off going solo for a long time because I thought it was going to be lonely (laughs) but um it's been anything but particularly in COVID there's been loads of people here uh my family have moved back home (laughs) um so yeah just reach out to people Mm. and keep reaching out network sort it out so that you don't feel like you're alone Yeah. yeah and what's your favorite piece of business software I've really found Trello very helpful. Mm-hmm. Trello is a sort of a planning tool. It's quite visual. You move cards around on a desktop, like a dashboard. Um, and I have used it for all sorts of bits of my business for planning my sort of content marketing. Um, I looked at very fancy um, customer relationship management systems and actually decided that it would be much easier in Trello and I just have a column for each and I move people along as they move along the funnel um, for weekly planning. Uh, It's really flexible and easy. It doesn't take a load of data input to use and it's very adaptable to what I want to use. So I love it. Yes, yes that's amazing um celia this has been so wonderful thank you so much and i hope that people grab your chapter and read through those eight game-changing tips because they are really helpful for any entrepreneur thank you so much for being a part of the shiny crazy daisy podcast and book thank you i've really enjoyed it thank you for listening if you like what you've heard please leave a review and come back for more inspiration And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership 
for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.